hitting that unfortunate point where our stress finally catches up to us enough that we don't have that physical, mental, relational, or emotional capacity anymore and officially have burnout. Ugh, that's a point that none of us want to get to. Let's talk a little bit about what leads us to it, how it's showing up in your life, and more importantly, how to prevent burnout today on the podcast. Welcome to the Love in Progress podcast, where we deep dive into self-reflection and healing as a catalyst for better relationships and leadership. I am your host and educator, Nina, and I'm here to be a guide to you in that process. Let's get started. I'm sure if you're like me, hearing the word burnout, you already have a mental picture of what that looks like for you in your life. I'm I'm sure you listening to this have experienced burnout in your life, and yet it's it's something that feels so daunting and discouraging to us, especially as we approach seasons that may be a little bit busier in our life. Um, at the time of recording this podcast, it is the holiday season. We are in the throes of trying to juggle activities, family life, parties, hosting, uh, financial strain and stress, and it is burning a lot of people out. And I'm finding in my social connections online that a lot of people are needing help and support. So I want to talk about how our high expectations for ourselves, when they do not match our physical, mental, or emotional capacity, how that leads us to burnout. And it's a discouraging experience. It can have long-lasting effects. Unfortunately, it affects us in all of those ways I listed. And so I want to talk about being proactive here helping us to understand what leads up to that burnout, um, what it's looking like in your life when it does show up, and most importantly, how are you going to handle it when it comes up? Because this is what I understand about burnout. We either decrease the load that we have in our life, the stress, or we increase our capacity to handle that stress. That's all that burnout is. So, Depending on your emotional state and your physical and mental capacity, you're going to have to address the burnout based on where you're at. I think it's probably a healthy balance of both. (laughs) Decreasing the load, the expectations, the overall demand that we have put on ourselves alongside that emotional resiliency component. Really, that's a big part of our self-management, our responsibility, you could say, is our personal approach to how we are tackling the day-to-day stressors that show up in our life. Because listen, I don't want you to feel like you can't bring in enjoyable experiences that are also going to increase your stress. That's not the point. That's not really living. I know you're going to have experiences that you want to bring into your life that do bring stress. Uh, Any sort of relationship (laughs) typically brings with it stress. Any sort of social situation, gift giving, depending on your temperament and personality can bring stress. So how are we going to, with resiliency, respond to that stress and in that balance of managing our load according to our capacity. So let's talk a little bit about what leads to burnout, because I think this is important. You know, when you're feeling exhausted physically, mentally, emotionally, you have an increase of stress, maybe you've got anxiety, especially around 
previous experiences that you are then duplicating, then all of that is going to lead to burnout for sure. Uh, As I was sharing before, we're in the season right now when I'm recording this podcast of the holidays, and there's just a lot happening in that. I'm sure uh, if you're a parent, you have a similar situation right around May. (laughs) We call it May-cember because it has all the dance recitals, all the school graduations and programs, uh, school plays, all of that. So it's, it's really this combination of physically demanding, emotionally demanding, and mentally demanding loads. It can be caused by us overworking ourselves, saying yes to too many things, or uh, really taking on more responsibility personally than we need to, our inability to really delegate. Um, It also can be caused by overspending. I think that's a big component for people's financial strain and stress, and that leads to a lot of burnout and resentment when it comes to their finances. And just this overall feeling of overwhelm. This is the thing that I've understood. When we are experiencing burnout, there are some interesting things that we do to cope that are not very healthy. One of those things is isolating ourselves, feeling like, oh, I might as well just take it on all by myself. Um, Or you do all this work to plan to be around relatives or family members or to curate experiences, parties, hosting, all of it. And then when it comes to the event, you don't even connect with those people because the stress and the overwhelm of the planning has kept you from that experience. So counterintuitive, isn't it? So it's a common phenomenon, but I just don't think it needs to be. (laughs) I think engaging in the self-healing work can create that emotional resiliency while we're in the strain and stress and help us to gauge better on what our actual load is. Um, And really some, some signs and symptoms that you can tell that you're on your way to burnout or you're already in burnout (laughs) is that fatigue, the irritability, the difficulty concentrating, feeling a desire to want to oversleep or undersleep the insomnia component what i have found is that antisocial behavior like i don't i don't want to be around anybody i just want to figure this out by myself <laughs> or like i said you plan these family outings or parties and you just don't even want to engage when you're there it's like you'd rather stay in the car um i know some physical symptoms for me is headaches and digestive issues like a little proverbial hand up here if you can understand how you have seen that in your life. And, and the interesting physiological component to this, just being a nerd for a second here as a wellness coach, is that we're dealing with a lot of cortisol responses. When you have high cortisol from high stress, then things like headaches, insomnia, digestive issues, irritability, brain fog, all of those go hand in hand. So you can see why It is important for us to pay attention to our body's capacity, our physical, mental body's capacity uh, to manage this kind of stress because we don't want to put that kind of physical strain on our bodies. So let's talk about how to handle it because listen, I don't want you (laughs) stuck in this cycle where you bring on more than you're emotionally ready to do, burn yourself out, and then you're in a burnout hangover. Not fun. 
both for your family and most importantly for you and your daily joy. So here's my first piece of advice. You got to set up some boundaries, both for yourself and for the people that are asking things of you. Um, I like, you know, Brene Brown's common phrase, clear is kind, and you got to do that to yourself too. Take stock, an emotional check-in and say, is this something that's going to enhance my life right now? Not do I think I can handle it, but do I think it's going to enhance my life? Is it worth negotiating some of my other responsibilities to be able to bring this into my experience to have hopefully more joy? That's an important question and process for you to reflect on. And will I, (laughs) I have to just interject for the people pleasers here. You've got to check in with you first, my friend. Do not go to your family and say, oh, should I take on this responsibility? (laughs) No one can make that decision for you besides you. So stop looking to outside sources for validation around your personal capacity for stress. You're always going to get a biased opinion and chances are it's not going to be biased towards you or it's going to underestimate your capacity. Why not? Like I said, ask yourself, is it going to bring you joy? Is it something that typically in the past you haven't tried before and maybe that's a new stressor? No big deal. You can build the resiliency. You can build the habits to be able to help support your emotional resiliency and capacity to be able to have a joyful and fun experience, even if it's new. So asking yourself first, is this something that supports my wellness? And then second, creating those boundaries with people that are maybe asking things of you in seasons when you realize you just don't have the capacity for it. And I love practicing kindness in this. (laughs) Thank you so much for asking me to help support the classroom in their holiday party. Unfortunately, it's just not going to work in with our family's needs right now, but thank you so much for thinking of me. You don't have to make any continued agreement or obligation to help in the future. You can just say no right now. Thanks so much for asking. Thanks for thinking of me. Okay. Really, you know, easier said than done if you're a people pleaser, but I would encourage you um, as you practice those boundaries, woo. It's self-empowerment. It really is, especially when you check in with yourself first and really validate and evaluate where you are in your capacity to handle things. Lastly, I want to talk about self-care. This is the biggest thing in preventing your burnout and helping you to manage day-to-day stress and to help you get out of burnout. Self-care is going to look different for every person. I know that we're breaking the stigma, thank goodness, that self-care is all about spa days and relaxing baths and massages, which all of those things can be powerful self-care, but they're not exclusively what self-care is. Self-care can be brushing your teeth (laughs) mindfully by deep breathing. It can be a relaxing shower. Um, It's going through potentially your daily actions, but with that intention to tune back into yourself, to be able to clear your mind a bit of the strains and stresses of your obligations and worries, and just come back home to that beautiful self. 
the one that understands your limitations, the one that understands that power and that resiliency around stress and strain, and is accessing growth at all times. Checking in with that person multiple times a day when you are in a season of being strained and stressed, I will tell you a thousand times over, is your power. I would love for you to live a life where you can do this ebb and flow of bringing in things into your life that do bring some stress, but don't carry with them the worry that you can't handle it. That's what I want for you. And I know that as you implement these practices preventatively around burnout, that you can avoid it. You really can. And if you are in a similar situation around the holidays um, or you're just in a season that feels high demand, I have a webinar for you. I just recorded it with my subscribers and it's a great, simple, concise but powerful webinar that I really think could be a benefit to you. So I'm going to drop it in the show notes. It's at an incredible price as are all of my trainings, uh, because I want that accessibility for you to be able to just to come in, be immersed with simple principles in usable ways, and then have it come in and change your life. So I'm going to drop that here below, check it out. And, um, I think it would be a great addition for you, uh, whether it's this holiday season or another, to be able to help you avoid the holiday burnout, because I know so many of us are fighting it up. <laughs> I'm so grateful that you're invested in you in making those improvements so that you don't just have to be reactionary to the stresses that are showing up in your life and the situations that are showing up in your life, but you can see those key factors and signs and symptoms all along the way to say, okay, I'm on a path to burnout and I don't want to get there. Here are some ways that I can be proactive and ultimately help you create a life filled with joy, with strong relationships, with that strong physical and mental and emotional capacity, because I know it's possible for you. I'm right here supporting you, rooting you on every step along the way. Excited to see how you implement this and how you experience significantly less burnout. <laughs> Don't forget to live well, look well, be well. I will see you on the next podcast. Thanks for joining me. Thanks friend for tuning in today and investing in your own growth. I'm proud of you. Now remember personal development can be inspiring and uplifting to listen to, but won't change your life until you put the learning into practice. That's where my mentorship and coursework comes in. If you're looking for accountability and real results in your life right now, then I'm here to help. Head to my website, allthingsnina.com and explore options that will best fit you, whether that's self-guided through prompts and coursework or with my assistance through personalized wellness mentorship. Remember your best well life awaits. You just have to build it. Let's do it together. I'm rooting for you.